Welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles. Stepmomming is a wild ride, but you don't have to go it alone anymore. I'm here to give you validating insights and powerful shifts to build a stepmom life you love. This is your safe space. Welcome home, my friend. Hello, and welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I am your host, Kristen Skiles, and I am so excited that you're here. Today, we are talking about something so important. We're going to talk about five things that stepmoms really want their partners to know. I want to start with an example before I get into these five things, an example that is important to me. It was kind of monumental for me and my relationship with my husband in understanding just how vastly different our perspectives are and our experiences within the step family. But it's also something that I have heard over and over and over again as a stress point for so many of my clients, and that is bedtime. My husband and I have gone round and round about bedtime more times than I care to admit. It's this pain point for us for a number of reasons, but primarily because we have these vastly different perspectives on it. For me, bedtime is designed as a very clear time on the clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever that time may be for however old Krista has been. And that time is designated so that she can get enough sleep to feel refreshed before school in the morning. It was kind of a clear cut, 8 or 9 o'clock, and I didn't understand what the big deal was. We get her into the bath early enough. We do our whole nighttime routine, and then we're out of the room by 8 o'clock. My husband, though, (laughs) would sometimes tickle her or start telling stories or read a book or not start bedtime routine early enough, and I would get so frustrated. I just did not understand why we couldn't stick to bedtime. I didn't understand why this was a stress point for us. We had agreed on a bedtime. We had understood why we were choosing that time. We had looked up what doctors recommended for her age, made that decision together. We were totally aligned until it came to enforcement on certain nights. And it certainly wasn't every night, but there were some nights where bedtime became more of a range. It wasn't eight o'clock. It was like, 7.50 to 8.15. It was was a range. It wasn't an exact time for my husband. And I would get upset. I mean, I'm looking at the clock. It's 8.02, 8.03, 8.04, 8.15. And I, I would get so upset on those nights. Every minute would make me more upset. I would feel like I was either not being respected with the house rule that we had set or felt like I was missing out on time with him. And I missed him, and I wanted that alone adult time. It was precious to me. So we we had lots of conversations about it, and I began to understand we had very different value sets when it came to bedtime. Our perspectives, like I have said, were very different. My perspective was we need to give her the tools to be successful at school the next day. His value set was I need to make sure my daughter knows that I love her, that we have this time together, that I take advantage of her being six years old and wanting to hang out with me as opposed to when she becomes a teenager and may not want to do that anymore. She says, daddy, my heart melts and I want to give her some of that time. I also want her to be successful in school, but I think 15 minutes isn't going to make or break that. It was important for us to have these conversations and to hear each other's perspective and to understand what the other person's value set was. 
What is driving that decision for you? Is it just simple disrespect for me and my time and my needs? No, of course not. There's something else driving that decision. This is just one illustration of the various ways that my husband and I have had vastly different perspectives in our roles in my stepdaughter's life. We agree on so much when it comes to parenting, and thank goodness for that. But we still have so many differences just based on our varied perspectives. That's where this list comes from. I'm going to encourage you, if you are a stepmom listening to this podcast, you may want to grab your partner and have them listen along with you. This may be a vehicle for you to communicate some of the things that you have been feeling and your partner hasn't been able to understand because they have a different perspective. They have a different lens for which they are viewing their kids and your stepfamily dynamic. So the number one thing that stepmoms want their partners to know, I had no idea what I was signing up for. This comes in all shapes and sizes, but my goodness, from my initial perspective, dating a man with a child, I was like, okay, I understand there's going to be some complexities here. Of course there are. There's going to be custody schedules. There's going to be parenting plans. But I really had no idea just how much influence his ex would have on our lives. I had no idea what court battles would look like. I mean, I kind of just thought one and done, right? They had already divorced. There's a parenting plan in place. I didn't think that was ever going to resurface for us, but it did. I did not think about what happens if an ex doesn't respect your boundaries. I had no idea just how much the ex's parenting in her home or the decisions that somebody else made would affect us. I didn't realize how much it would feel like my life would revolve around a custody schedule. And I also just really was naive when it came to thinking about stepchildren. I didn't realize that stepkids could show so many different behaviors that would make our relationship difficult and even more complicated. From lack of respect or loyalty binds with their other parent, For some stepmoms, it even feels like their stepchildren are surveillance cameras and they are just tracking what the stepmom is doing so they can report it back to their other parent. It can be really challenging as a stepmom to feel at home in your own home. That is why we as stepmoms had absolutely no idea what we were signing up for. Something else that stepmoms really want their partners to know is that some days I need a break and that needs to be okay. I will be overwhelmed with step family life, I guarantee you, at some point in the future. And I'm going to need to take a break and I'm going to need you to understand that and to give me grace in those moments. I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to go read my book. I'm going to go see my girlfriends. And I need you to encourage that time for me because it allows me to recharge and it allows me to come back and to be the better version of me for you in our relationship, for your kids, for our family dynamic. It is so important that I get that time to recharge so that I can be my best version of myself. If I just try to power through that burnout, it's not going to do anyone any favors. Third, Stepmoms really want their partners to know that our role as a stepmom is different from your role as a parent. What do I mean by that? I'm not their parent. I'm not my stepdaughter's parent. 
she has two parents in her life and she looks to them differently than she looks to me. I've been in her life since she was four, so I have a, I have a lot of authority in her eyes, but it's never going to be the same. Stepchildren will hold things against their stepparents. Research shows us much longer than they do against their parents. They do not have, stepparents do not have the same authority as parents do. It is very important that the parent ultimately extends that authority to the stepparent, but it's still going to look differently. I don't have parent goggles. It's this very technical term that I use. When I look at my stepdaughter, I don't see her through rose-colored glasses. I see her behavior for what it is. My husband, as her biological father, he sees her in a very different light. He's been with her since birth. He grew up with her. He has a very different lens for viewing her behavior. One small thing is easily overlooked for him. That one small thing may be very glaring for me because I don't have those parent goggles. It's just different. My role has to be different from Krista's parents' role. Her mom is her mom, whether she is in my home or whether she's in her mom's home. She is not looking to me to fill that mom role in my home. She has her mom 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even when she's not with her mom. She needs me to fill a different space for her. That for me looks like I am her cheerleader. Oh my goodness, I am encouraging that girl every step of the way. She wants to share with me how she did on our science test. You rock, girlfriend. We were just talking earlier today about how she wants to try out for the track team. I'm all for it. Let me know if you want me to show up to tryouts for you. Is that lame? I am showing up in a very different way for her than her parents do. It is a role that feels very natural to me and feels very natural to her in a way that she can relate to me because she already has her parents filling the role that she needs them to fill. The fourth thing that stepmoms want their partners to know is that there is so much pressure on me as the stepmom. There is such a double standard for stepmoms and moms. And it starts with Disney and this this stigma of the evil stepmom. That's certainly not doing us any favors, but it also comes from some of the most unassuming places. People, society, sometimes are in-laws or people who are so closely tied to this relationship, this family, expect us to step up and to love our stepchildren as our own. But they also warn us not to overstep. It's this very delicate balance. You have to step up. You have to love them as your own. But whoa, 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 whoa. But don't overstep. We hear things as stepmoms like, well, imagine how their real mom feels. It can feel like we are good enough until we're not. That we are good enough to be in our stepchildren's lives, to cook dinner, to help them with homework, to encourage them at the track meet but that we're not good enough for the parent-teacher conference, for taking them to the doctor because we're not the legal guardian. There are so many ways that we are reminded that we're subpar in some way. And as a stepmom, sometimes it can feel like you are damned if you do and damned if you don't. 
It can feel like if I do this and I give in this way, I am doing what I need to do to really show up for my stepkids, show up for my partner, and to provide for this family in a very real way. But that can easily get spun into a a bad thing. People will take our intentions and they will twist them. Or they will say, yeah, I mean, you showed up to the meet, good for you, but you really shouldn't have been so loud about it. Shouldn't you have let their parents be the one who were really encouraging them? There will be moms who are at the school functions and they're so excited to meet you and, oh, hi, who are you? Who's your little one? And they will be so happy to meet you until they learn that you're the stepmom. And I'm not making this up and I'm not exaggerating. Every stepmom who's listening to this has had this happen to them. That somebody finds out you're a stepmom and all of a sudden you are less legitimate. Maybe they start talking to the other moms in the room instead. Maybe they start looking for the other parent of the child, your stepchild, so that they can exchange numbers with them instead because, you know, that's the more legitimate person to do that with. There are so many of these moments where we as stepmoms are reminded that we're just not quite cut out for it, that we're not quite as good, and yet there is so much pressure to show up well for our stepkids, to provide for them and almost in a self-sacrificing way that we should give to them at the expense of ourselves. We should give to them at the expense of our relationship with our partners. Society really doesn't understand how challenging it can be to be a stepmom. And I want you as my partner to understand that this is so challenging. Again, I had no idea what I was signing up for. But I am doing my very best to show up every day for you and your children to help us to have a healthy family dynamic. And then the fifth thing that the stepmom wants her partner to know is that, yeah, you feel like you're stuck in the middle because you are in the middle. You're in the middle of me and your ex. You are trying to navigate this relationship of what does my ex want in this situation But what does my partner, the stepmom, want? You feel caught in the middle because you are, honey. You are the common denominator here. You are the one who's going to have to sometimes choose between being the peacekeeper and being the protector of my feelings and my needs. I am looking to you to be that middle person and to really protect me in those moments, to set boundaries that protect our family and to show me that you respect our family and our relationship above all else. You're also going to be in the middle of me and your kids sometimes. You have to be the person who is going to tell your children that I'm an authority figure in the home. You're going to have to place that importance on me so that they understand. You will have to sometimes relay punishments or discipline for something that happens when you're not in the room because they've done something that has broken the rule or has hurt me in some fashion and I need you to be the person who steps in the middle of that and says okay here's what we're gonna do you're the mediator you're the peacekeeper you're the protector you are in the middle and you always will be that's just the nature of this relationship and this dynamic Your relationship with your children predates our relationship. It's 
different. It is a different animal and it's going to require you to have a different skill set and different perspective on that. I'm here to support you and champion you in any way that I can, but I do need you to understand that that is something I'm needing from you. And that's it. Those are the five big things that stepmoms want their partners to know. Number one, I had no idea what I was signing up for. Number two, some days I need a break and that needs to be okay. Number three, my role is different from yours. Number four, there is so much pressure on me as a stepmom. And number five, you are in the middle. Understanding your partner's perspective may be very challenging. If you have never been a step-parent or you have never been a parent who shares custody of their child, trying to bring a step-parent into the fold, then you're likely never going to understand your partner's perspective. And that's okay. You don't have to totally understand your partner's perspective, but you do need to respect it. You need to respect that this is how they're experiencing things. This is what things feel like for them. That's what's most important. I'm also going to encourage you both in this partnership to recognize that we are all experiencing these things for the first time. And we are trying our best to navigate it as well as we can. We're trying to be as supportive of our partners as we can. And we're trying to make our family as healthy as we can. We're not born with the tools to navigate step family life. We are not trained on how to navigate step family life well from the beginning. We are learning how to experience things and how to navigate this for the first time together. Give your partner grace. Work through things together. Remember that you are a partnership. You are on the same team. If you want to understand more about your partner's perspective, just ask. I'm sure they'd be willing to share with you what things feel like from their side. Work to understand each other's perspective respect that perspective, especially if it's different from your perspective, and then find out how you can respect your partner and help them to feel supported along the way. I am so, so happy that you have tuned into the Stepmom and Made Easy podcast. I am your host, Kristen Skiles. If you are loving what you are hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so that you hear new episodes drop every week. Please rate us five stars, leave a review. Let me know what you're loving. And I will see you next week.